K-Watchers, it's Leanne. Hi everyone, it is Juliet. Welcome to the K-Watch Party. Today we've got Marry My Husband, episodes 7 and 8. The cat is out of the bag with Jiwon and Jihook. Let's see what they're up to. So, Juliet, another week. How are you? I literally ran here from my workout class, so I'm a little bit out of breath. Uh, I hope you guys like my breathy... (laughs) You have a you have a post workout glow. Oh, thank you. I feel I, I'm like on a high right now. But here I've been working out pretty steadily for the last four weeks because, as you guys know, on my scroll of goals, mm-hmm. it is to just work out. Goal scroll. <laughs> <laughs> she made that one up on the spot, guys. Uh, I do you know what I've realized is when you work out, you feel better. You your body <laughs> gets fit. That is. Breaking news. <laughs> you know, but especially for like moms who've just kind of haven't Let been go. able to get their body back. And I've almost resigned to the fact that uh, this is it. I yeah. just can't get back to it. And like, I'll look at old pictures and be like, what once was. Mm-hmm. But then I started working out and like being consistent about it. I'm like, oh, it works. The effort you put in will return results commensurate to the effort you put in. Which yeah. is, I mean, it's... It's so like a duh moment, but actually it's groundbreaking because most of the time we don't do it because we think, I know. oh, I just, I wish it was easier. I'm more impressed because you're wearing like a hoop. Because it's a very small movement workout. It was a Pilates reformer. So you're not doing like jumping. That's true. And it's interesting because I usually do the 6.50 AM class and it's a lot of older women who just rolls out of bed. And this time I went to an afternoon class and it's like cute girls wearing like really cute sets and having the gold hoop earrings. And so I tried, I put a little bit more effort into it today. Okay. Well, proud of you. Good job. What about you? What's been going on? Not as much moving working out wise, but I am moving Girl Scout cookies. I've become, it's the season of Girl Scout cookie. Do you have a mule? Pushing. <laughs> I am the mule. <laughs> Putting it into, it's, under your, under your pants and into your shirt. It's like crushed into bags up in my orifices. That's how I'm <laughs> oh, transporting it. This is how many cookies I must sell. Is it crazy competitive? No, but there's a lot in the neighborhood. In my office, the co-founder's daughter it's is a also, Girl Scout. Oh gosh. And so it's straight up like drug cartel boss conversations of like okay so this is my territory and I was here first and you can come on the Tuesday after my daughter comes but you can only sell Samoas you know like it's so like a negotiation it's really not she's very kind she wants them to do it together but it feels like that where we're negotiating uh, between territories but yeah it's it really is like a drug for people people get so excited about Girl Scout cookies the thing about your daughter though is she has a very wide range of connections her mom, and her actually drug cartel her, mom your mom boss but does. so last year she was selling them out on one of the main um streets where there's a bunch of shops and we went to visit to pick some up from her and the troop leader or one of the parents and all the girls were like oh my gosh your daughter's name you have so many friends like it's just been your friends coming to <laughs> to buy them from us she has a benefit of uh, having a pushy mom so that's my life recently uh, let's get into the lives of Jiwon and her crew with episodes seven and eight. So we ended episode six with Dynamite, BTS, 
reveal that both of them are citing BTS songs from the future. And so they realize that they are both from the future. Just so an- amazing. I'm still reeling from it. Yes. An excellent moment. I thought their response was a bit muted. Like if I, I mean, he knows. But we she- would have been like, Ugh! oh my God. I would have been freaking out. Yeah. I would have thousands of questions for him. Yes. She does ask him, how is my funeral? And I oh, thought that yeah. was really sad. That was so sad because he lied to her and said, oh, it was like so many people were mourning you. And she's like, laughed. Because she's like, Boom. I know nobody Kojima. was there. Yeah. Kojima. Yeah, they, so they go back to the apartment and they chat. And I think it's the first time she really has said, you've been talking a lot about this. It's like, who is she going to pass the cancer on to? And she says out loud, somebody has to die, right? So it's like, who is she trying to pass her death on to? I think it's the first time she says it aloud. And it really yeah. hits him too. He's like, oh yeah, you're right. Like my death has to go to somebody But he, too. remember he didn't tell her that, that he, he died, died which right. I thought was interesting. Yeah. But what, what, what's the hiding? motivation yeah. behind that? Because he thinks that she, will take, she could take his place? Or like she'll be extra careful of him too. Oh, right. He wants her to focus on herself, I think. And he doesn't want her to worry about him. I mean, just keep him away from a freaking cat. And I think maybe <laughs> he'll survive. So we see it in a flashback. He's at Jiwon's gravesite. It's raining. His car won't start. So Jiwon's dad, the taxi driver, comes to pick him up. It's a nosy ass so magic So he's the oracle. Driver. He is the like guy. He's the, he's the reincarnation giver. Yeah. He's almost like the anti-Grim Reaper. He's <laughs> yeah, moving, right. right. But technically, is he killing them? Right. Right. In order to give you a second chance, you got to kill somebody. Yeah. He's just a murdering. <laughs> so maybe he is the Grim Reaper. He's like a joker. Yeah. He's like smiling while he's stabbing you. He's a Grim Reaper in angel's clothing. Jihyuk's like whole thing is, I just didn't take my chance. I'm full of regrets. I just didn't know back then. And now I know how much I really liked her and I should have tried. Right. So taxi driver takes that and then murders him. By via cat, (laughs) vehicular cat slaughter, (laughs) and uh, sends him back in time. So that was like a kind of anticlimactic reveal. Like it was such a cute reveal. It was so cute. And then I felt like, honestly, episode seven and eight were just what happened. And yeah, these conversations, they didn't advance the plot very much. No. We see a little bit of like grandpa, right, is asserting himself in Ji-hyuk's life. He sends his right-hand man to the office. He's a formal investigation because investigator had seen hunky GM bring Ji-won back to his apartment. Of course, getting the wrong idea about what they're doing in there. I guess he can't explain to him like, no, no, no. We both have been reincarnated and time traveled. So we needed to compare stories. Right. We, we were just debriefing right. about our deaths. Okay. Another thing about this show though is... Too many extra characters and plot lines. Like, it seems like there, remember that really nice, kind of docile girl? We couldn't figure out her name last week, but her name is Yang Churan. Yeah. It's a hard name to say. She was actually in a drama called Hometown Cha 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 that was uh-huh. very popular last year. Anyway, so she's like kind of dowdy looking, right? And she, her husband, so they bring this husband in, right. like a little clip of him playing video games. And I'm like, what is this red herring again? Like, why are there so many extra storylines? So unnecessary. But then I was like, oh, they're pr- trying to set it up so that she's going to end up with the grandfather's right-hand man. You think Remember? So? Because they knew each other from Jeju. They used to work at this company, UNK. 
in Jeju and he told her, you're the worst kind of person. I don't like people like you. And now they see each other again and they're in the office together. So there must be something that's going to blossom from that, but unnecessary. And then you called it last week, but the chef, Unho, mm-hmm. and the cheerful girl, definitely something going on there, right? Yes. Because she got to his restaurant finding her half-brother passed out and drunk. And then he recognized her voice and got very like excited to see her. That would be actually be a match made in heaven because she loves food. And I think every drama needs a secondary couple. What about the deadbeat oh, husband? That's true. But they're like villains, you know? Okay, they're the villains. Yeah. Do you think maybe they were filming and they wanted to make this love triangle stronger, but they realized there's so little for the chef to do and also there's no connection there that they just wrote I know. I feels him like they to somebody dropped else? Dropped the whole thing. Because the last few episodes, he was coming on strong to Chiwon, and then now suddenly. They don't, they haven't talked to each other at all. They don't talk. And then, well, in this episode, we do see him kind of just show up to her office on a weekend with a bouquet of flowers. He's like, where are you? She's like, uh, I'm out because it's the weekend. And he's like, I'm waiting for you. He has literally the most ugly flowers I've ever seen. It's like red Those are definitely from Safeway. Yeah. (laughs) I was going to say about the meek coworker. My hot take about her is that I think she's the worst character in the show. I think she's worse than Sumin. I think she's worse than Deadbeat Husband. She's like no spine. She's G1 but worse from her she past life. Is. No right. spine. Doesn't stick up for G1 when that terrible manager was taking away that project. Yep. And just stayed on the project even though she knew she had no part in it. She almost colluded with the middle manager too. Basically. Yeah. Right? To like keep her out of it. There's a scene later where she tells Jiwon, oh, Sumin is so hardworking. I hope she makes it to a full-time employee. Like, she's so awful. She's really awful. Yeah. May a cat run in front of her car. (laughs) (gasps) Maybe she's the one who dies. I hope. Because they're really setting her up to be useless and terrible. Well, right-hand man is telling Ji-hyuk, a very mad Ji-hyuk, that he cannot put Jiwon's name as the lead on the meal kit project because of this investigation. Yeah. Meek ass manager gets it. Thank goodness he's being so upfront. Yes. I love that. Mm -hmm. Because he could have, I think in in his previous life, he would have glossed it over, not said anything. And then she would have been like, what the hell? Yes. But he's really starting to kind of gain his own voice. And he's very clear with her later. Like, this is the reason why you can't be the lead. I'm sorry. I'll do anything else to help you. Mm. But this one I can't. And so it's just so refreshing the way that he is stepping up as a man in this life. For G1 and for himself. Yeah, so there's kind of like, I don't know, hunky GM is kind of just like mad all the time. (laughs) He does seem very sullen. There's a scene with his grandpa in the grandpa's office. So first of all, he walks into this office and there's this giant random rock in the office. Oh. And I'm like, you know you're rich when you have a giant (laughs) rock inside. I think this was a conversation where the grandpa was like, you were supposed to marry this Yura. That's right. She's the VP of Cloud Air, which was the airline that the exec was on and he was kicked out of. Right. So he was like, you were supposed to marry her. That was a deal. But I get it. You don't want to. I'm not going to make you do anything, right? And Mm -hmm. then it's like, okay, you don't have to, but take care of it. So I feel like we've got eight more episodes. We've got a Yura now. Do we have now a new love triangle with Yuda coming in? I don't know. It's like Singles Inferno where they bring another person onto the island. (laughs) Like Like, really Three episodes left and you're supposed to 
you know, find out if you love her. I know. I'm interested to see who they have as the person that he's supposed yeah, to Yeah, it's going to be somebody like, really fabulous. Yeah, like what his her personality is going to be. And then they end up in the forest because they go yes. on this retreat. Yes. Okay. So we have some like office stuff. One scene. <laughs> I think this is a PSA to everybody. Lock your computer screen yeah. when you leave. Oh, I used to do that. When I was working in an office, immediately as soon as I got up from my desk, I would always lock it. I would never. I think we had a training on that one time that was like, you have to lock it every time you leave. And I'm such a rule follower. So I had to do that. But if you're in a law firm, I think it's very Well, different. yes, because you just never know who's going to do that and see your, you know, all of your legal analysis and your arguments. But then also your stock. Your stock page. Your E-Trade. Yeah. Yeah, close out your E-Trade, log out, because Soomin sneaks onto Jiwon's computer, like right after, in broad daylight. Literally, it's like in the full bullpen. But I think also to your point, that woman, Churan, the worst the meek character, co- the meek, the meek one, kill- co- like she doesn't say anything. You're not supposed to be going on other people's computers. What are Seriously. you doing? Yeah, lame. So yeah, so then she sees Rule Gentle, and she's like, oh, should I buy some? Let me buy some. Click. One click purchase for Rojenthal, everybody around here. So she gets some Rojenthal on her portfolio oh, as well. Damn. Yeah. But I don't know. She can have one share. Who knows? That's it's true. not very clear how many, right. what her order was. Another thing, what I'm noticing is that Jiwon only wears black and white now. And she's actually trending very much to white. She has oh, a, yeah, the BTS rooftop. Like we, we yeah. started the makeover very like kind of black. She's wears some black outfits in the last one, but this was like a white collar. And then BTS rooftop, she's white, full white dress. That's right. And then they go camping later, full oh, white. Oh, she looks so chic. Oh my God. That cashmere that twin That was like a luxury lounge set. Yeah. I mean, this girl couldn't put an outfit together right. four Where days ago. she suddenly get her styling sense yeah she definitely upgraded very quickly and now has the best style ever so i'm not sure what is this what this is signifying symbolism behind it i mean maybe this is like her coming out of her dark era you know like dark depression and she's now coming to the light right she's reborn Mm -hmm. in the white outfit Outside of the office in episode seven, we also see Hunky GM is now, when he's not stalking G1, he is stalking the chef. He is all up in the chef's business. He's at the restaurant the chef's working at, like the new restaurant the chef is working at, visiting him and eating dinner there. Okay, this I did not understand either. Why does he keep going to him? It seems like after he talked to his grandpa with the rock office, he was like, I might not be the right one for her, but I want her to find somebody solid why does he think he's not the right one for her too much friction or resistance from i think because he thinks he's gonna die oh because he thinks he's gonna die yeah so i think he is facing his mortality and wants her if she can pawn off the death to be able to live with somebody right term and so he's checking out the chef to make sure the chef's a good guy oh little does he know the chef is gonna maybe be his brother oh He just gets wasted. It's kind of cute to see him wasted. I don't know. Nothing really other much happens. In yeah, that. but then we, we do see the the retreat. We do see the retreat. The so work they, retreat. They move on to the retreat. Every good work K-drama has to have like a retreat or an office competition. Yeah. It's crucial. Of course, the Korean one is about like ranking. You have to. <laughs> and if you suck, you have to sleep on the floor. I know. It's. In America, if you win, you get a $5 Starbucks gift card. 
I mean, honestly, this is this was I I wanted to save save this for episode eight, but this retreat mm-hmm. looked like an HR violation waiting to happen. <laughs> oh yeah, the drinking. Yes, the drinking. Like you're being forced to take shots. Yeah, the co-ed sleeping. Yeah, the co-ed sleeping. Oh my gosh, I if I could tell you. Some of the oh. retreats I have been to with the HR violations oh. that I have not been involved in, but I have had to oh, answer yeah. to an investigator because that's how bad it got. You put people in a hotel and free drinks yeah. and a swimming pool. Oh, yes. Oh, dude, I was in a fountain. Oh, God. <laughs> let's do, Okay, let's hear this one. Well, I mean, you know, first job out of college, they ship us off like training. They right. go training. Well, I don't know what we were being trained for. And we all got, you know, shipped off to the desert to like a huge hotel. It's like thousands of 20-year-olds right. coming from Just everywhere. Just horny. Horny and just liquoring us up yeah. just endless Horny, booze every thirsty, night thirsty literally and figuratively yeah so I mean like I didn't violate any HR policies but I definitely danced in my business casual clothing <laughs> in a fountain I mean that's like literally the least worst thing you can oh, do at it, these yeah. things yeah oh yeah like oh. managers and associates oh like, god in and the pool. there were definitely um, so much hooking up marriages being broken yes. in these places it's yeah no quite terrible we have a chat with Jiwon and Hunky GM in the forest. And I think the translation must not have been good here because I really didn't know what they were saying. Okay. This this is when the heart was revealed, right? Yes. The blue heart on his chest was revealed. And she is shocked. And again, I know I keep pushing this theory, but is he her father? It just does not make sense to me because... And the translation did not uh, come out clearly here. And I wrote the notes here because he said, you can use me all you want. Insinuating like he's her allowance, mm-hmm. okay? So she says, I want my allowance to be happy. And then the translation was, is there anything you want to do in your second life? Mm-hmm. But what he, what she actually said was, is there anything my allowance wanted to do in its second life? Which then to me was like, so you think this is your father? But the allowance is her father's gift to her. Right? The allowance is something you give your kid. Like, you give your kid allowance but, but to go buy candy. But the way she said it mm-hmm. was as if she was referring to the allowance as a person. Mm-hmm. That's why I was like, that's why she's also, I mean, I guess she was crying because of the connection to her father. But I think there's something confusing happening here where she <laughs> she kept referring to the allowance as a person thinking that the allowance is her father. Anyway. <laughs> I'm view, choosing to view him not as a father because it's too gross. I think he is Jihyuk from the future. But in when they use the term allowance, it's as if the father is giving her like a gift, like a small gift for her to use for her second life. That's what I'm getting from. But again, confusing. And that conversation was like sad, but I just didn't have all the feels that I thought I would. Yeah, same. Maybe because we th- you thought it was her dad. <laughs> and then she almost drowns. Right. And then he berates her. <laughs> yeah, she just jumps into the water. I'm pretty sure this girl does not know how to swim. Meek Jiwon did not grow up oh, swimming. Oh, for sure. She didn't even know how to ride a bike. She's being a little bullheaded in her ambition to be on her own. But she's gone too far because she far. almost drowned. <laughs> Hunky GM, of course, because he's stalking her, saves her from the water. We move on to episode eight. Somehow Jiwon got the number one flag out of the water. He probably got it for her. You think? Did he just like doggy paddle with her on his shoulders? 
<laughs> and then just brought her over so that she could reach up. Yeah, she gets a number one flag. Suman comes out of nowhere, just fucking attacks her and tries to take the flag from her. Suman is out of control this episode. Yeah. She's if unhinged. And unhinged. Unhinged. If this is what she was really like in her previous life, then it makes me angry for Jiwon. Yeah. That she couldn't stand up for herself today. Seriously. And couldn't see how badly she was being treated. But it was it was also cathartic and satisfying to watch them have that cat fight. Oh yeah. The cat fight is great. And then they actually like duke it out with words because later, straight up G1 is like, I don't like you anymore. Oh, I love that. Suman just being like, What the heck? What why are you being like this to me? Okay, this may be a tenuous connection. But this new this, there's this drama going on right now on TikTok. Okay. With Emily Mariko. Do you know who she is? Oh, this tote bag girl? Yes. Okay, so Emily Mariko uh-huh. is has this like an original TikToker. I had gone deep and watched her on YouTube a long time ago. She's just this very put together young woman who would film herself making food and and she wouldn't talk in most of them. Uh-huh. So there was a little bit of uh, an air of mystery around her. Um, but she blew up. I mean, if you go watch any of her, she was really popular for making a salmon rice bowl. Okay. Nothing revolutionary. All of her videos have like over millions of millions, like 11 million views. She decided to sell a tote bag Mm -hmm. and it's $140 or maybe $120. And it's a canvas bag. And a lot of people are like, it looks exactly like my Trader Joe's tote bag. It's quite big though. And she's calling it a farmer's market bag because she goes to the farmer's market a lot. The backlash on this bag has been insane. And then, even I've heard of it and I'm yeah, not even on TikTok. You, you, you heard it on Instagram? I heard, no, I saw it on TikTok, but the, yeah, no, I'm not that lame. But I <laughs> saw somebody was saying how, like that she had just taken Trader Joe's bags, taken out the stitching and then rebranded it his own. The way that people, especially like women not supporting women, like on some people's Instagram or TikToks, they'll be like, go get your bag. Like, girl, you're doing so great. I'm proud of you. For whatever reason. People are just hating on her bag. But also just, if it's not your thing, just let it go. Right. It's so common. Why are we talking about I just, you know, (laughs) I mean, this relationship between Chiwon and Sumin to Mm -hmm. me is like, why are women so mean to each other? I don't know. This is why, again, we said it last episode like we just don't know why Suman is like yeah. this there's no motivation we don't see why she's so awful we're just meant to believe she's just purely out to get everything that Jiwon wants but yeah we don't know why well I mean if I can be an armchair uh, therapist here I think all anytime there's anger towards other people or jealousy it's because there's something inside of us that we don't like or wish we had and so you just Take that out on that person. I believe it, Afsuman, but like I want to see it. Yeah. Where is this coming from? She knows now, Jiwon, exactly how to push Suman's buttons. She's like, I know that the more I push her away and the more I piss her off, the more she wants vengeance against me. And that's exactly kind of the trajectory that she's now set. I don't think Suman has been very vengeful yet. She's kind of just been like flirty, but now she's really going after it. And so... Sumin is going full blown psycho. Yeah, I think. and and I think Ju- Jiwon is trying to push her buttons in order to get her closer to yes, which works in the forest. Yes. Yeah. Oh it- gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I was like, oh, is it turning into a porno? Because you heard the like oh. orgasming or something, right? Because uh, the cheerful coworker Parker. thinks it's like a horny elf. Yeah. <laughs> 
I love her. I think Suman though is such a psycho. Like there's a point where she needs Minwan, deadbeat husband, to help her, and so she scratches her arm and to like seduce him, she licks the blood off of her own arm. It's like, is this vampire cosplay? They are is that sexy? I mean, some people like sucking toes, okay? Who knows? <laughs> but licking your blood she's constantly licking herself sorry another side note Mm -hmm. i haven't listened but you know there is this girl who was the uncut gems girl julia fox uncut gems uncut gems and she was like really she blew up because of her and kanye's relation for a little bit she has a new memoir out oh oh my god her memoir must be so good because she like had done some like dominatrix stuff people like some nasty stuff We've got Suman and Debbie Husband fully going at it, having sex in the forest. I'm sorry, wouldn't their asses just be covered in bug bites? Like, there's like, <laughs> shouldn't they have like leaves in their hair? Jiwon is now perceptive enough. Like, new Jiwon has her radar antenna up, so she knows they did it, and she just like is really sad about it. And I, I thought I was very heartbreaking. Oh, really? I was like, is this believable? <laughs> I think it's sad to actually finally come to terms with the fact that the two people yeah. that you really... Right. To be betrayed. Yeah. And she's reliving... So blatantly. Yeah. yeah and she's and like kind of reliving her death she, again. she really know? hasn't had time to, to process all of that from when she died, right? Because right. she had just found that out and then... And then cracked her head open. Deadbeat husband and Sumin go to like a food tasting. Oh gosh. Yeah. Food sampling at a this, market. This was like classic comedic relief. Yes. It was so good. So over the top. And I, I think we mentioned this last week. The deadbeat husband, he, as despicable as he is, he's such a great character in this because yeah. he brings so much comic relief. She takes him into the back storage area. Writes him a note. Let's do this. So I think the Rojenthal thing, while I was like, oh, I can't believe Sumin bought Rojenthal and she's going to make money. I think this is what's going to be how they're going to come Bring together. Bring them together. That actually he, is a good twist. Yeah. So he wants Jiwon for the money and his marriage, but he wants Sumin as his girlfriend. So for the booty. Right. So Sumin having money might really help Jiwon. Mm. Because now he might actually go for her because she has the money. And then there was a flashback to when... Deadbeat husband proposed to Jiwon. And the very sad scene where the balloon had mm-hmm. like popped and he had the disgusting looking egg and Nutella sandwich. Mm-hmm. And a will you marry me with M-E-R-R-Y and the E crossed out. <laughs> that like, was really funny. It was just like so funny. But then goes to show how sad she was to have just accepted that this is what she should have expected right. from him. Yeah. The standards that she lived by in her life were so low. The stock comes into play again because that stock that he had, he had ditched Rojenthal, deadbeat husband, to buy. Now that scandal that Jiwon knew about is coming to a head and so he's losing all his money. So mm-hmm. now he's desperate. Uh, so he now is going to move up his timeline to propose to Jiwon. I thought this was interesting because you would think she'd be like, pushing it out a little bit longer to give herself a little more time to get those two together. I thought she would have pushed it a little bit. Yeah, I'm confused as to why she's taking this path versus trying to get them closer to marriage. Maybe there is something where, because she had mentioned to the Conky GM that her, her deadbeat husband wouldn't break up with her. Right. And that he might get violent. Yeah. So maybe she's scared of going that path. Especially because now he's so desperate for money. Right. 
Before even the engagement, we see some cute scenes between Hunky GM and G1. They're kind of like hanging out now as mm-hmm. friends. Yeah. He's like her confidant. She's kind of friend zoning him. <laughs> Is she just like well, so focused on her purpose? She, yeah, I think that's, I think she's really focused, but then also he's kind of resigned that mm. he shouldn't be the one, right? And there was a uh, scene with him and Unho, the chef, where he says, my life is like a well-written novel. Mm-hmm. And Chiwon is the only wrong sentence in it. There's nothing special to find or remember in my life. But only that part is clear. So then he's like... And he's like, I'll, I'll be dead in 10 years. Yeah, like and that. you yeah. are going to live a full life. Right. So he's kind of giving it up to him. Like, mm-hmm. you take her. It's sad to see, like, even at the proposal, he looks kind of sad, you know? <laughs> Those drones, were drones doing that 10 years ago? No, no, that's also, but then remember the grandfather, the scene before had said, oh, the drone technology, you know? Well, yeah, just because you have a drone doesn't mean you can make them light up in the sky and say spring awakening. Yeah, I've never seen that before. Did he write dynamite? (laughs) Oh, another really funny scene was at the beginning of episode eight when Chiwon first said, Oh, when somebody says they want to be your land, what does that mean? And and I will give credit to the Amazon translators. They wrote lamb. Maybe she said lamb. Maybe, you know, they were trying to do a wordplay, but in Korean it was tang is land. land. So then the cheerful girl says, maybe he said pang, which like is bread. bread. Oh, that's cute. Or wang, which is king. <laughs> you know, so I they, they slip in these really funny things and I think cheerful girl is a perfect vehicle for these jokes. I know. I want more for her in the show. So that's kind of it. We are now engaged which I did not see coming. Yeah, that was also such a jump in the story. And she seems to not kind of have a real solid plan. Yeah. She seems to just kind of be pushing them together as much as she can, but she doesn't, I'm not sure, has like a long-term plan of how this is going to happen now that she has a ring on her finger. I think it makes it a little harder, I imagine. Mm -hmm. But she's doing it. She's got Hunky GM by her side. They're going to judo together. I mean, we still have, what, eight more episodes to go. So there's a lot of time for them to still get together. Uh, Somebody, oh, actually, my sister-in-law texted me and she said, oh, my friend said this is the best drama ever. (laughs) And so my my sister-in-law said, everyone has different um, standards for drama. True. And some people's heart flutter over, like, I bet the river scene was really powerful for some people. But I did not like the river scene. What was the river? Oh, where he rescued her. Rescued her and it was kind of like yelling at her. Well, you you don't like him yelling? <laughs> I thought you like it when men yell at you. You would have been like, get off of me. I'm going to do it myself. <laughs> I think they talk too slowly for me. Yeah, I know. This is why I need Amazon to spe- give us a 2x viewing because it's too slow maybe it's because they've also watched up to episode 12 i think this is out till 12 yes. so maybe- i will say after episode four i got into it i was <laughs> like okay this is really fun it's funny and i'm definitely on board with this couple i think what's hard for me is that they go really comedic <laughs> yeah they're just they just go like two extremes yeah and then so then the dramatic scenes like the river are, are unbelievable har- a little bit yeah they're like harder to swallow because the tonal shift yes it's very sudden. Okay, that was Marry My Husband, episodes seven, seven and eight. eight. We will be back with nine and ten next week. We are going to see, I saw in the preview, she's wearing black. So she was Ooh. very white in these last two episodes. She's going to be wearing black. She looks very sexy. I think she's meeting She's some meeting parents. the in-laws, yeah. right. So I don't know what this plan is of hers, but I'm interested to watch. 
we will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.